Tour dates, tour dates, tour dates. Hey, let me tell you about some tour dates. It's me, Cy. Uh, let's start with Chad's tour dates. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the Improv, this weekend, March 31st through April 1st. The Rhythm City Casino in Davenport, Iowa, April 27th. And Grand Rapids, Michigan, Dr. Grins, April 28th through the 29th. And how about me? That's right. It looks like I have a date to promote. How come I put a long pause in between those? How come I said pause like it was a paw on a creature? Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm doing comedy again, sort of. I'm opening for Mike Winfield uh, May 5th and 6th in Atlanta, Georgia at the Punchline. You can get the tickets at punchlinecomedy.com. Uh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to do a little bit of stand-up on the road, sort of. Also, I didn't even tell you the website right. It's punchline.com, not punchlinecomedy.com. Uh, May 5th and 6th, four shows. Come see me and friend of the program, Mike Winfield. Oh, and if you're in Minneapolis, speaking of friend of the program, we have the opposite of that sitting here to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Mike Cronin's going to be at Acme this week. If you are listening right now, he is there this week. What are the dates, Mike? Uh, they're March 29th through April 1st. I will be at Acme headlining, and I'm going to disparage these rumors. That doesn't make sense. Those I'm going to stop these disparaging rumors <laughs> that I'm a bad podcast. God damn it. Okay, you guys are right. I'm yeah. fucked up. <laughs> it's going great. Sam it's Evans going great. Sam Evans is opening for you. Uh, the best club in America with great friends of ours. If you're in Minneapolis, go see it. Any parting thoughts, Michael? Yeah, I can't be the first person to notice that, of course, Chad dates a person named Cook. <laughs> oh, he's not going to like that. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, other friend of the program, Kevin Bozeman is recording his he, there is so much comedy around america this weekend that we care about april 1st helium comedy club i'll let the man tell you about it himself hey what's up everyone this is kevin bozeman your favorite guest on the middle of somewhere podcast no need to say anything just a silent nod will be enough uh anyway i just want to let you guys know that uh saturday april 1st to all the East Coast peeps, I will be in Philadelphia at Helium Comedy Club uh, recording my new hour. I would love for you to attend for my new special. Uh, it's April 1st in Philadelphia. You can get tickets at KevinBozeman.com. Love to see you there. Come out and support because I know you guys are the biggest fans of comedy. Love you. Deuces. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. 
starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for coming back. We're going to have a great day, I have a feeling, because that's what we do here on this program. Is it? Across from me, as always, jumping in too early, is Cyrus Amundsen. Uh, I, I, as you know, COVID scare in the Amundsen household right now, uh, so I Is am... it Amundsen? Have I been saying it wrong the whole time? Is it Amundsen? I am as uncomfortable, Chad, as the look on every ventriloquist's face. Uh, why, why do ventriloquists look that way? Why did I feel the need to use COVID to enter a conversation about ventriloquist faces? I had to watch Winfield on AGT's All-Stars. And of course, yeah. it's not AGT if you don't have somebody with their hand up a puppet's asshole. Yeah. And there was some, and they were singing, and the look, because I get it, you get your teeth like this, and I know yeah. we've talked about ventriloquist, ventriloquist before. I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I'm not. Just, well, let me tell you something. The yeah. look on a ventriloquist's face is is one that leads you to believe the dummy also has its hand up their ass. It's yeah. a very tooth gritty, like, like you're taking it, like you're taking it where you don't want to take. Yeah, it. the ven ventriloquist in their dummy is a real dual fisting situation. If you're watching, yeah. if you get to see both of them, it's like a, it's like the ultimate hand holding. <laughs> so there was this thing years ago that I loved. It was called, I think it was called Garfield without Garfield. And interesting. So just John and Odie better than that okay maybe it's not i might not have properly named it but okay john talks to garfield and garfield responds with thought bubbles to john so somebody went through and took all of garfield's dialogue out so, mm -hmm. so it's just john arbuckle talking to his pets and they never respond <laughs> oh i mean i'm sure it's still on the internet somewhere it's so funny I got to send somebody somewhere else if you're, we're doing this, because if you've ever seen the, the show You, it's about that psychopath. Yeah. That, uh, like, that what goes was that? On, no, 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 no. On, Come on. We talk about the way I speak a lot. What is psychopath? Psychopath, psychopath and sociopath on, it's on Netflix. It's called You. I'm sure you've seen it. It's in its fourth season right now. But some people, so this guy, this pen, whatever his name is. Badgley, Gossip Girl Badgley. fame, XOXO. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. He's Gossip Girl. So... Oh, interesting. If you haven't watched it yet, I just ruined the... I did the thing that I sure hate haven't. when people do... I almost didn't talk to my... Whatever, keep going. So sometimes I wish that I could talk to you and someone would take out the thought bubbles. <laughs> but so, so Penn Badgley is... A lot of times he's not saying anything. It's his inner monologue that's going on mm -hmm. as he's staring into a window. Or someone will ask him a question. And then his inner monologue is like, you know that I could kill you with a fork. I'm looking at your jugular right now and I have this fork in my hand. Why don't I just snip it? It's like crazy shit like that. But someone removed all of the inner monologue. So it's someone saying something and then Penn Badgley staring for 45 uncomfortable seconds. <laughs> it's so funny. 
I, I haven't even seen all of the show, but that I saw that on the internet and I was laughing so hard. I love it. And I love that show. What if we did a web series called Ventriloquists Without Dummies? Where oh, yes. we get someone to remove the dummy and we just have to watch this person talk to themselves back and forth. But mm -hmm. one time they're pretending that it's not them talking because they're doing it through their teeth. I mean, <laughs> just a, just give me like a close up frame on just their face doing that. Yeah, uh, that would be. It's gonna good. look like it's gonna look like when a dog snarls, but just shows you a little tooth. Like, hey, I could fuck you up. Just shows you one tooth. I could kill you with this tooth. That's what that's what it's gonna look like with a ventriloquist. Holy shit! Last night, so we are getting ready for bed. It's like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. I have taken Kevin out, and when Kevin comes back in from going the bathroom, he goes, "Hey." I'm going to run around this house as fast as I can for Zoomies. anywhere from six to 35 minutes. And he was ripping around the kitchen. He was Tokyo drifting through our kitchen like he often who was does. Do Wait a second. Who was doing this? Frank, 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 Kevin, the doll. Don't, you, you don't be disingenuous about it. So the he hits. No, no. Don't you fucking do it. Don't you. So... He's Tokyo drifting around our kitchen counter and he hits yep. a rug. And I know he hit a rug because when I later invested the, investigated the scene, the rug was scrunched up. But as he must have hit the rug, he starts yelping in a way that somebody has stabbed him. He is yelping okay. and comes like hobbling in, yelping, and he's dislocated his knee is what we learn later. But... Oh. I guess, thought maybe Jenna was cutting vegetables and got a hold of him. Guess, guess who doesn't react emotionally well to Kevin struggling? If you, if you had to guess which of the two of us struggles in this situation, who's the one who is calm and handling it, and who is the one who fell apart during it? Jenna's calm and handling it, and I'm assuming you fell apart because... Uh, is that true? I am much alike when Jenna is fainting and I'm holding her limp body on a stool and calmly calling 911. Kevin is losing his mind, and I thought Jenna was also going to start yelping. Like <laughs> Kevin was like... He's just losing his mind. And I know that I just can't do a better loud dog sure. than that. So take that no, times a thousand. And Jenna's like, what's happening? What's happening? Are you okay? And I'm on my knees trying to like calm him down and figure out what's going on with his leg. And I thought she was going to be like, is he okay? What's going on? Arf, 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 arf. Like I just thought they were both going to start dual arfing. It was outrageous. Oh, that's... Uh, He's okay. Yeah, He's I, I would have absolutely me. guessed, absolutely guessed you fell apart. And she handled it well. And then how did you get the the knee back in? Uh, we just had, uh, apparently these little puppers, their knees can dislocate and they pop back in. Uh, sometimes they don't and you need to physically pop them back in. But I just had him, I picked him up, put him on the couch and kind of rolled him onto his side a little bit. So he wasn't putting any pressure on it. And I think it just fell back into place. So, oh, wow. yeah, they have, uh, Jenna's parents have our dog's brother. And his pops out all the time. And her dad learned how to pop it back in. 
So if he's zooming around the house and he dislocates it, he just limps over to her dad and looks at him like, fix my leg. Holy shit. Yeah. Little little tougher. Yeah. Little tougher pup. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. I'd like to talk to you about this uh, March Madness. Sure. That's going on. You're Love a it. you're a former former basketball coach, former basketball player. Yeah, I guess so. And I gotta tell you something. I've had it with the whites. I've had it up to my fucking eyeballs with white people that were encouraged to play basketball and ruin my fucking brackets. I'm going to tell you, I know there are good white basketball players, blah, 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 blah. I understand that. But not the ones I've been watching, <laughs> not the ones I, that are the guards where I fucking bet on them. Because can I tell you one thing? It's like, oh, you had two tall parents? Neither one of them told you you were going to learn how to pass the basketball well because that's your only fucking thing you can do. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care if you were the dunker on your high school basketball team. When you go to USC, the University of Southern California, you're no longer going to be the dunker. So fucking find some other skills. Is there you a got to learn. Is there a position this guy on the bounced court past dunker? He, he, it, it's like, I think so. It is. He passed it. A bounce pass from above his head to somebody three feet away from him as hard as he could. You know how people at the end of the game, they'll throw the ball up in the air to let the time run out? It might as well have been that fucking action. It was so aggressive. I got to tell you something. And he had a fucking headband on. Of course he did. Can we quit with the headbands? I have no time. Cut your fucking hair. You're going to miss a shot because your hair flops down into your eyes and your whole team that has worked their entire life to move on to the Sweet 16 is not going to get to do so because you need your hairline. Why don't you call the manager for your Dave Matthews cover band and tell him you can't have any gigs until late summer because you need to cut your fucking hair and then you can let it grow back out to be the drummer or whatever stupid fucking position you're in. You have a job to do on the basketball court. If you're white, you're not seven feet tall and your last name isn't worth 200 in Scrabble. Fuck you. Put some hockey skates on. I am so done with it. We big gambling holiday. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I lost my ass, but I'm saying there are some white people. I'd like to hop up on a stepladder and punch them in the fucking throat. <laughs> Ethan, huge gambler. My brother Greg was down here. Huge gambler. Yeah, no kidding. Greg's a huge gambler. And so so we are there was this trend happening that all the games were going under. The so for those who aren't familiar, right. there's an amount of points that they say there'll be 134 points in the game. You can bet it'll go over that or under that. Now so, let me just hop in here since I was also betting these games. Shouldn't a coach before the game starts have to tell you whether he's not he's going to press? He's going to full core press? I don't listen. I bet the over on 126, and these guys have 20 fucking three points with three minutes left because you're pressing. Come on, let's give some information to the betters. So we started hopping on that trend, and Ethan was choosing unders. And so in the Alabama game, there was a really low scoring first half. It was like 51 points. And so they put the over under in the second half. There's like, there will only be 74 points in the second half. And Ethan was like, no chance. And he put a 
con- like if you drove a BMW, a new okay. one, this would be a concerning amount of money. I would go, do you have that? He put an alarming amount of money on sure. under 74. And these two teams that played so, so slow in the first half, it's like they all got into the huddle together. They all did. You know how teams do that before the game? They all arm in arm. It's like both teams got together and they're like, hey, there's a kid in Cincinnati right now who's in real trouble if we just go out and run as fast as we can and don't play defense. And this thing yeah. starts flying. It yeah. is flying. And then all of a sudden at the 10-minute mark, it hits a – like there's no chance. He's lost this bet. Then at the 10-minute mark, it hits a stall, and he's got like, <laughs> oh, no, here we come, about five minutes of really low pace – and now he's got a chance. He's got a chance. And then it's looking more like a chance until there's about two, three minutes left. And they put the scrubs in because it's a blowout. It's the Alabama game. And yep. if you are a scrub who never gets to play, you put me as an end of the bench guy in in the NCAA yeah. tournament in a blowout. I might shoot it from half court if, I worried it's, if I'm worried it's the only time I'll touch the ball. Like I'm, well, I know that a, a scrub... Will not get no love from me. I know that. Come on now. Really? Hanging out hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride? No thank you, dude. I... Stay on the bench. What was the moment the show died? Is it this one? Or do you think it was months ago? Come on. I come in with some TLC. You think that's going to kill the show after you throw in some country music lyrics? Listen here, brother. <laughs> I got him fired up. So these these scrubs start when they should just be running the clock up because they're way up. They're like, we got to, we got to get it in. I'm trying to fuck someone when I get back to campus. And that's going to be a lot easier if I hit a national television three and wink at the camera. Like, exactly. So it comes all the way down to the very end. And a guy gets fouled, seven foot white guy, horrific haircut gets fouled. If Probably he, has a headband. Yeah. Okay. If he hits the two free throws, the bet pushes. So he's actually, Ethan's in a good shot where it might come out even. He walks up and the first free throw, he might as well have kicked it at the rim. It was such <laughs> a bet. And the celebration that took you, place in our basement when that giant, uh, that giant white missed that free throw. So we were on the other side of it. We were, we are. Sure. We are sending out a big thank you to the whites who've chosen to go to Division One universities and play basketball. Nope, I appreciate you. No, nope, not me. It's a hard. It's a hard pass for me. And when I say hard pass, I mean that fucking bounce pass that that kid threw from three feet away. I've never. It's like his hydraulics broke in his shoulders and just went completely crazy. Also, if you're a scrub, I don't care if you hit a three on national television. You're not getting laid when you get back to school because it goes starters and then the pep band. Because they're all in sync with trombones, and that does not seem easy. That is a, an excellent lover. That's an excellent lover's pace. I don't think people are worried about lover's pace. I think college sex is more about status than you would think. So I think if you're a hot, deep bench guy, I think you're going to be just fine. And then, and then you're a hot, deep bench yeah. guy who cranks a three on national television. Maybe you do, maybe you do the thing where they hold the three fingers up. You know, maybe you do the guns. Nobody does the guns anymore. Finger guns are such a I don't think you're allowed to. 
I don't think you're allowed to do finger guns. I don't think you're allowed to do the slice the throat. That's why people, it's really funny to me because they used to do this thing with their hand, like they were chopping off a head or slicing someone's throat. Yeah. Like it's over, we killed you, it's done. So the now greatest. in its place, they take two fingers and run it where your mustache would be. Like they just, they're like, hey, right. guess what I did last night? Thank you. It's so, crazy. I've been saying that forever. And they, there's a rapper who does that. And I they, never heard they, it. I never they, heard there's it. There's all this first. talk that that is not about smelling where your hand's been. And I disagree with it. That you can't tell me these football players who do that. Like, we know what that is. I was a child. Well, I was 14. I know that right. action. Right. The idea is it's a similar action to slicing the throat, but it's up above the throat and it's wiping your nose. That's what it's supposed to be. That's the legal loophole they have found where you can do the same motion, but it's wiping your nose. Like quit being a baby, get your boogers off your face. But to me, I got to tell you, when the college kids do it, it's just like went to a frat party last night. Check this out. It really does seem like that. I'm going to let you pick if I should be proud or ashamed, okay? Of proud me? or ashamed of this next thing. Because I know okay. how I feel, but I just need you to validate me, potentially. Proud or ashamed, okay. Hold on, let me write this down. Proud or ashamed. ashamed. Okay. And I've probably told this on the show before, but when I was coaching at Orono High School as a young man, like okay. early 20s, maybe 19, 20, 21, they did so you a, still haven't even done the thing yet with the finger. Okay, they did. They would have a faculty senior game every year where all the seniors would play against the faculty. And the seniors okay. would always win. And sure, of course they would. That makes sense. They're not, uh, you know, they're not 50 to 70-year-old teachers. So right. uh, I got invited in my, my first year of helping coach at that school to play in the senior game. And it's a real... It's real socialist basketball. Uh, everybody gets, now it's your turn. to. We're all sharing equal yeah. time, and I'm not built for that. You know how competitive I am. And yeah. so the game is a little bit close, and the seniors are doing what I think they should do when you're beating a teacher. They're talking a decent amount of shit. Yeah, good for them. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend I have any high level of basketball skill like our friend Fritz. Fritz can play some basketball. Yep. I, you know, I can play a little bit of basketball. And at that point in my life, I was obsessed with it. So I was playing a lot and I had the ability to have a moment here and there. Mm -hmm. And so we got late in the game and the we were losing... And the kids were talking some shit. And so I, ref I was like, they tried to switch me out. Like, all right, new teachers. I was like, fuck, sit down. Sit the fuck yes. down. And I went down, hit a three. Uh, I think I st either stole the ball or got a rebound on the other side, hit another three. Then we got another turnover and hit a layup. And we went from down seven or eight to tied or up one. I can't remember exactly what mm -hmm. the score was. And I did walk up to high school children and i didn't do the slit your throat i put both my hands around my throat like you're a choker yeah, choking and, did, yep. and i said i had to have that moment where I was like whoa you're in a school because i was treating them like we were playing prison basketball 
I was like, you mother... Like, I was... I'll always do that. Oh, I don't care where I am. I'd be like, oh, it's tough to shoot with two hands around your throat, you fucking twi... I will yeah. go right at them because I don't care if parents are watching. And I'm also going to tell you this. If you're listening and you go, well, this is supposed to be fun. Everyone should get a chance to play. Fucking... Bang! Wrong. If you're playing a bunch of cocky seniors... You need to win. And then yes. you also get to celebrate. You get a piece of cake. You get to say you're on the team, right? It's like somebody who never played an inning and still gets a World Series ring. Just sit there and fucking enjoy it and sell your ring when your contract is up. We all get it. Because if you're thinking like, everyone should get a chance. Let me perform surgery on you. I'd like a chance to be a doctor. Let me try that. My best show idea I've ever had. I ever had. And I tried pitching it and nobody wanted anything to do with it and you were going to be a part it was called i bet i can do that and i just yeah. wanted to travel the country try like do i think i could perform surgery and i'm not talking about like heart but maybe like a hand like you give me a couple days i work on a cadaver yeah. a bit let's see how it goes no one wants any part of that and for good reason but i i I'm want to take a spleen out I want to take your spleen out because if even if I fuck it up, it doesn't matter. You don't need your spleen. You're not going to go deep sea diving with the dolphins and you need to maintain like temperature or whatever the spleen does. I don't have any idea what the spleen does. I think that's what it does. And I think that's why we don't need it anymore because we don't, uh, even though we walked out of the water, I mean, obviously just kidding, Adam and Eve, but let's say we walked out of the water. That's why we have those parts. Yeah, let's say. I'll, listen here, Chad. <laughs> don't don't even start with me okay don't even fucking get going with me today in terms of your ideas with evolution and what that ha i let you have your evolution and here we are little kids being whatever they fuck you chad fuck you enemy of the church this is what happens Ooh, listen to me church. i gotta listen get a jacket me, that says that when, i gotta get a jacket that says that enemy with, of the church on the back big rhinestones some big yeah I, you know, I love gassing people up. That's been my thing for about the last calendar year. Oh, calendar year. Is that right? So, does your calendar, does your calendar go back? It's got 800 months in it. Like 37 years. How old are you? I have an 800 month calendar. I went to the, now I'm trying to do the math of how many years an 800 month calendar is. 10 is 120 times six, seven, doesn't matter. So I went sure. to a tool rental place and there are a bunch of fellas. What you can find everywhere during March mm -hmm. Madness in this country is walk into any store and you will find three or four men standing in a huddle discussing what's happening. Yeah. And I had to rent a tool and uh, they were discussing the tournament and uh, they were discussing a number 16 seed had beat a number one seed. And yeah. I, I go, yeah. and I had watched that game, but I said, they really, has that ever, that's only, that never happens, right? They're like, second time it's ever happened. I was like, yeah, I just, ah, I just can't, uh, I can't watch college ball. I like the pros, more skill. Cause I just knew there's a sort of, <laughs> yeah. there's a sort of shirt tuck that says, <laughs> There really is when it's when it's tucked tight and there's no overlap. I mean, it's like it's almost as if they have garters. Uh, I don't know if this is right, but like those little sn snippy things that you latch onto your socks. 
and then they go all the way up to keep your shirt tucked in. It's like they have those on a t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so I, yeah, I'm ready to gas these guys up. And I, I say that and they gave me the response that I wanted, which is ugh, ugh. essentially verbal versions of blah. And yeah. one of them said, I, they essentially, I'm paraphrasing, but I can't, I can't watch the NBA. These guys, they take too many games off. And I, I, they were talking about how they're tired and they need rest. And one of them did my favorite thing where he went, people work in a steel mill every day. I'm pretty sure they're tired. Like, I don't. That's Charles. That's straight from Charles Barkley. That's a that, quote. So this guy's stealing from Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley on TNT. And then we're again, this I is love not Charles a sports Barkley. podcast, of course. But Charles Barkley said he was talking about uh, whoever just got traded and said he needed some time off. He goes, really, you're going to play three days a week? He goes, oh, you're tired? He goes, there are people that go to steel mills 12 hours a day, six days a week that are probably tired too, but they don't take a day off. And then you watch 55-year-old Charles Barkley try to stand up and walk with his fucking thumpy, (laughs) decrepit legs from never taking a day off. Also because he's a little top-heavy now. We We go to the same restaurants. But I love that. And so I very quickly shifted. Now, you know, I think there's a time and place to oppose that ideology. But I, yeah, I just gassed him up. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, I know that's a good point. You know, people are working hard every day. And here they are making millions, complaining. I mean, I like the skill of the game. I don't support the behavior of the players. And so, yeah, I was just, I'm in a mood, man. I'm just gassing people. I'm running and gunning. That's excited. I like to add on. So when I get into a situation like that, like the exact one you're in, I like to throw in. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something else. I don't know why teachers get the summer off. Really get them fired up. Oh, everybody loves a teacher shouldn't get summers off uh, conversation. Yeah. No I mean, matter what side you're on. Let's let this thing. Let's 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 just I think that might be my new lead. I think just yeah. with any conversation, I think I can try to dive right into the teachers thing. I also have to tell you maybe the reason I'm a little, like a little gassed up myself. Cocaine? No, no, thank you. Um, I'm dealing with a goose issue. Oh, I can see you staring out your window right now. Yeah, it's because, so this lake has some geese on it. Oh, this is a, oh, I'm sorry. I, when, when you said a goose situation, I know that you had friends and family there for the, th- I, thought, I thought you were getting fingers stuck in your pooper all weekend. I beg your pardon. So we have geese in this neighborhood and they, I don't like geese. I've never mm-hmm. liked geese. What's your stance on geese? I think that we should build a wall separating America and Canada. I've always said that the wall is on the wrong border. And I think there should be a net that goes all the way to wherever Jesus Christ lives. And it should catch all the geese because there's too many of them and they take forever walking across the street. It's like you're walking across the street so slowly. I would imagine you have brand new white sneakers on. This sucks. Hurry up. I can't stand how long it takes you and your 40,000 friends to walk across the street. You go, you see people and then then they go, oh, my God, that goose has a broken wing. It's like, yeah, no shit. He was probably 100th goose in a street crossing and somebody's like i have to get to work fuck i'm gonna get fired canadians are coming down they're taking our jobs 
They're shitting greasy green shit all over everything. Golf courses, my yard, your yard. Yeah, thank it's too you. much. The level of shits that these things take is yeah. so, and w- where we hit a, where we crossed a line that I couldn't come back from is they were shitting on my yard, which is a bummer. They're so, I just, the shit, if you don't know what a goose's shit is, it's so greasy. It's like they, it's like they ate a Bob Ross painting and it's just shitting out the oil paints. It's that greasy where you could, the fawns may have combed his hair with goose shit. Nobody knows. Look, you're not even mentioning the size, the size of a goose shit. So these geese started shitting on my deck. And at first, my first thought was, is one of my neighbors shitting on my deck? (laughs) And then I thought that can't be right because he'd have to be nine feet tall. It is Mm -hmm. so much goose. It's so much. Are you shitting there, taking a break and coming back and shitting a couple more times on the same shit pile? It's so I I'm ready to go. And so Jenna has been, you know, throwing rocks at the geese when they come near our property and they have responded by hissing at her. They're like, we're not. Yeah. Listen here, bitch. This is where we poop. We're Mm -hmm. not. You're not going to come here and throw rocks at us. We. They have such an attitude, and I was really worked up about it, and I was walking in our neighborhood, and one of, neighbor I don't know, was, because everybody makes talk. It's, uh, are we both outside together? Better have a conversation, Chad. Yeah. Yep. It's the springtime. We need to dedicate 20 minutes of our day to talking to everybody who has a face that's outside. And... <laughs> So you've changed. I haven't changed. It's just I don't like these geese, man. And this. Well, let me tell you something to to get them away. So when they're hissing, if you if you kind of make your hand into a puppet, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, like you're going to talk with your hand Mm -hmm. and then you move it up and down like they move their necks. They will walk away from you because you look like a giant goose. Is that real? That's true, because Fergus Falls, Minnesota, where I grew up and lived for every moment of my life except 10 years in the middle has a gigantic everybody t- everybody says it's the the majority of the things are old people police officers and geese in Fergus Falls that's a that's no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on that is a belief and I'm going to tell you something great that there's that many police great that there's that many old people quit hedging then, no I'm not hedging what I'm saying is I love a thrift store and there's always cool shit in it because old people move to Fergus and then die and then their relatives bring their stuff to Goodwill. But the, the geese, is, that's too much. So you have to learn how to fend them off because we've talked about this. Rape in the waterfowl world yeah. is, is a daily occurrence and uh, they don't turn a blind eye to humans when that comes to that. So you have to learn how to fend them off. There is... So I grew up and spent a great deal of my life in Alexandria, Minnesota, which is what? Sure. A, 50, five zero minutes. Yeah, a Jenna's stone throw away from where you grew up. Yeah. And they had this thing there. It was like Goose Park. Have you ever been to Alex? Have you ever driven by that Goose Park where it's this big? I have not. It's this big park. It's water. It's got bridges in it. But there it is. Mm-mm. It is wall-to-wall geese. And people think yeah. it's so great. And to me, I'm... I don't think it 
forget the lab in Wuhan. It's con- you can't have eight thousand geese shitting in a park and no one cleaning it up and have the country live through something like that. I just geese I'll tell you right now, geese are are pigeons with universal health care. It's ridiculous. That's exactly what they are. Every and everybody in Alexandria, oh do you go to the goose park? No. Do I want to be sick for two and a half weeks from breathing around that shit? No. And so this woman stops me and she's like, oh, I'm so glad the geese are back. And I said, if one of them gets close enough to me, I'm going to kill it. I just, I'm going to, I think they're awful, <laughs> awful creatures. I'm not going to hide that feeling. And I did. So I went out and I bought a firearm, a, oh. a BB firearm. Sure. I bought a BB firearm from Tractor Supply Company. Should we should we just wait for a little bit to let all of the people with actual guns stop laughing so they don't miss the next part? Listen here, brother. I don't know what happened with Target and Hallmark and some of these dick sporting goods. They used to carry BB guns and they let the they let all the softies get a hold of them and said, "Don't you put them guns in them stores no more." But I got a message for you. People still need BB guns, all right? They need them. And I'm one of them people so quit being a fucking pussy and sell me the guns. So I went to Tractor Supply Company because they're like, we will have BB guns long after this world is over. It'll be the cockroaches and Tractor Supply Companies with BB guns inside them. <laughs> so I bought and I went with a handgun just because I want to intimidate the geese. And so when the geese get near my property, I've just been plopping them. I've been, I've been sticking them. And it's really changed their behavior. Oh, so you're you're not killing them. You're shooting them like in the ass or something. I and bought one. Decide... I bought one that was weak enough that if it hits them, they're like, no, I don't like that. And then they swim away. <laughs> that is, hold on. Where did these geese learn to talk? From you? Where did they learn to go like, oh, that hurts? <laughs> okay, that's, listen. That's pretty funny. That was pretty. I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. I'm gonna let okay. that. I'm gonna let that one exist, but I need you to know that it hit me in a way that whatever you talk about for the rest of the show, I'm gonna be searching. And that's fine. And if I can Couple make th- any inroads into a way that I know can hurt you, I am gonna. I am. Gonna that, and that's that. fine with me. So a couple things I'd like to say first. Sure. April first in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. This is not an April Fool's joke. April first in Philadelphia, at the Helium Comedy Club. Okay. Friend of the show. Lover of mine, Kevin Bozeman. Oh, sweet Bozy. Is going to be uh, shooting a special, Philadelphia, Helium, April 1st. You gotta go because it's uh, a brand new chunk and it's really, really great. And so if you, ha- if you have access to that show and there are tickets left, I don't know, maybe I should have checked first, but I would definitely check and go. Secondly, I would like to say shout out to Don't Tell Comedy. Dude, I did a Don't Tell Comedy show. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if you're listening, you don't know what that is. I didn't either. I think you have to go follow them on Instagram or something, and then they'll send you a message of when it's coming to your town, and then they tell you right – I don't know if it's right before the show or something, where it is, but we had uh, – Allie Horman put it on, did great. Her husband Noah was running sound, and then we had Tommy Ryman. Listen to this lineup. So Minneapolis Ryman. Don't Tell. In, in, in Minneapolis, yep. yep. We had Tommy Ryman. Yeah. We had uh, Jeff Fozer. Oh, Fozer, the king. Gabby OK, destroyed. Uh, Kelsey Cook, myself. We all wow. did this show, and it was an absolute blast. I was supposed to do 20, did 43, didn't see the light. That's on me. 
So apologies for that, but I had a great time. And this don't tell thing is, I'm sure everyone listening is like, yeah, dipshit, we've known about it for two years. Well, I did 300. So I'm just, pa- I'm just passing this on. Dude, just wait until you learn about uh, Twitter. Twitter? Um, I would like to tell you a story about... It's a bad uh, reference. I'm so focused on what I can say that'll ruin your day that I'm yeah. not focused on doing my job. And I threw well, Twitter out? Fucking... Ugh. Hey, hey, sunshine. Yeah? Get ready, because mm-hmm. you're going to have several opportunities here to ruin my day. Okay. This reminds me of the geese story, but with a human. So... <laughs> I was at the airport with Kelsey. Okay. And she said, Hey, can you watch my bags? I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I go, One or two? And she goes, One. And then went into the bathroom. And then 13 minutes later, she came out of the bathroom. And I said, That was a long one. Everything okay? And she said, Well, I had, it ended up, I had to go, I had to go two. And I go, I don't think it ends up that way, right? So immediately I'm not thinking. I'm thinking like a dude. I'm not putting myself. This is one of my biggest, my biggest obstacles of being a good person is I don't put myself in other people's shoes. It has been a complaint of everyone that's ever been in my life. I do not put myself in other people's shoes because I was like stewing about it for a long time. And then I thought... I guess it makes sense, right? You could definitely go in with the thought, this is a one. But when you're a female, you sit down to one, right? Mm -hmm. I stand up to one. So there's never a thought of like, well, I may as as well just shit because I'm in here. I'm already already in the the position. Well, yeah, but I, you standing, we'd shit our pants. Yeah. If we did that. So Mm -hmm. we have to have... We have to have two operating dams, basically, right? We open up the pee dam, got to shut down the shit dam, you shit your pants. For a woman who is sitting or, or a man who is sitting to go, to, the, to go one, you can open up both because you're like, there's a safety net here known as a toilet. I can just shit. Well, and I think you do. I think any man who sits down to two always wants. I don't know that I, I don't know the, the stats on this, but I have to believe a high percentage of twos involve a one for a man. I would say, yeah, I'm, a lot of people I would go with 100%. I would say that if you, if you are asked to give a urine sample at a hospital and a fecal sample, I would say that you're always going to be able to give a fecal and a urine, not always a urine and a fecal. Sure. I can't, I know I'm, I like just got lost while you were talking, but all I can think, cause you're talking about modern, you're talking about modern society. Sure. Indoor plumbing, that sort of thing. Yeah. The idea, that's all I know is modern. That's the idea of the idea of back in the caveman times and the long before people were like, we should shit in a specific place where you're just like, well, I'm outside and that's where the shitting happens. The idea of men shitting and peeing from a standing position at the same time that's pretty great it's a very funny visual to me (laughs) but you got to get down don't you think here's what would be confusing is if you have to you're peeing and then you're like oh this is shit and you know that you have to hit the position now here's what i started do you think you could squeeze it out from a stand do you think without without arching do you do you have to squat or can you get it out like straight legged 
I don't want to go straight leg because I think that's too messy. I think you're going to have to, I I think that's going to be like cleaning up the gutter bumpers at a bowling alley. You're going to have to, you're going to have to get separate wipes for the gutter bumpers. And I don't need that. I'd like somebody to throw at the head pin when I'm shitting. I like to go straight down the middle. I don't need anything keeping me on track because that's just going to be more wiping. But my thought here, I did think she goes, well, when I sit and it's like, well, I'm already here. And I go, I guess that makes sense because I have never gone to a gas station just to get Skittles. Never. However, I sure have been at the gas station and thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get some Skittles. I feel like that's what it's like for a woman that starts to pee and is like, I guess I got a shit now. It's like my, it's a Skittle theory. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, first of all, I'm not surprised that you related something metaphorically to you eating Skittles at a gas station. You fat fucking piece of shit. Boom. I knew I would get there. I knew I would get there, you diabetic clown. But also, I think it is a good idea. <laughs> I do think it is a very <laughs> a very good comparison. She has uh she has a funny joke that she's working on on stage about using the bathroom toing for the first time in your presence. And Oh, I don't know that one. It's very funny. Uh and it's that's a, you know, is that has that been a bridge where are you in that some people are so embarrassed by bathroom habits and then some people are the other way, which is also a bummer. Like they just shit with the door open. Like, will you hand me the remote? That sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's been, uh, I don't need somebody, you know, in a relationship that's going to give me a raspberry from their asshole (laughs) on my neck where they just come up, pull their pants down and fart onto you. I don't know that I need that necessarily. I don't really care. So here's the thing. This is my, can I have a drink of water conundrum? Okay. Where I go, if I'm at somebody's house, I will always ask you if I can have a drink of water. But if you're at my house and you ask me for a drink of water, I'll make fun of you because I'll go, it's fucking water. Just get some water. So that's how my brain competes with itself. So I don't care if someone shits around me. I will, I just won't shit around them i'm not into that as in do you have the ability to to hold it in for a long do you, are you like a shit camel i'm a shit camel i've been called that god i miss my dad <laughs> he used to call me shit camel hey <laughs> y'all see shit camel daniels around he owes me 80 dollars <laughs> So you can really, my brother, I've probably said this on the show too. My brother can like, he goes on hunting trips and he goes, I guess I just won't shit this week. And then his brain tells his, his body, mm, no, we're not doing it. What happens if you're at somebody's house and you gotta, you gotta run Oh, I guess, gun? I mean, listen, I'll shit in someone's bathroom. I just won't invite them in there to talk to me while I'm okay, doing Okay, I see what That's what saying. I mean. Yeah. And we have three bathrooms in this place. And so it's, there's plenty of, there's plenty of time. Candles, matches, uh, poopery. You can find it on Amazon. We're it's, Chad um, and Kelsey are a three-bathroom couple. 
Living in the city might join a throuple. Who would you add in if you had to throuple? And I know this is a tough conversation for you because you and I, there is no world where we are, there's no situation where we are more different than uh, like the, I think you have a hard time. I don't know. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say this in a, in a pointed way. I'll let you say it. I don't think you like the idea of your significant other and other people. I don't think that's I have a hard time. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with that. I'll just tell you that right now. I fucking hate it. And uh, I don't like thinking about it. And if you're asking me uh, who I would invite in for the third, it would absolutely be... uh, Left eye Lisa Lopez of TLC. Come on, I don't don't bring it back to you. You wanted to tag. You were gonna call back the part of the show that started our fight. Yeah, because you just went. Uh, who would I have in? I mean, I'm I'm good. looking at uh, I'm looking at an. I don't know how to say your name, but Anna De Armas. Sure, I think I think you got to find. Some, I don't want to be in a throuple with you. God, I can't imagine. Can you imagine? You and I making it official and it being more than just this lover's tease where we're sexually and emotionally responsible for one another. And we actually put labels on it. The day sure. that we put labels on it, it's that's a disaster for us. Just so you know, if we're ever in a throuple, the other person will also be a dude because <laughs> I'm going to make it as uncomfortable as possible. So you never bring it up again. There's, But I think I'm the perfect throuple guy and I don't want to be in a throuple with the two of you. But I think if you did thruple, you'd need somebody with like psoriatic arthritis who you're like, I can probably throw it around better than him. And I think it releases a lot of the insecurity, right? And I think I'm a perfect person for a thruple because I have a penis and tits. (laughs) So like a little something for everybody. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.